Boom. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to another edition of the Brothers of Legacy. Eyes back, eyes back. (laughs) Need a little bit of rest yesterday, so I appreciate my brothers holding it down, doing what they do every single day. Um, And I and I love the fact that my brothers can hold the theme. I ain't even got to be in a building. So good morning. So welcome to the Brothers of Legacy broadcast. Blessings, Lisa. Blessings, blessings upon blessings. And thank you for always sharing. Sharing is caring. So I appreciate you guys being here. Uh, My brothers will be in the building. So make sure you share this conversation. Tag someone that needs to hear this. Um, It's imperative. We're about to have an amazing, amazing, amazing conversation. Um, (laughs) So uh, if you've not checked out the title, what we're talking about, we're talking about, are you aware of what's happening? Um, it's a lot going on, guys. It's a lot going on. And we need to stay vigilant. We need to stay focused. Um, if, you, if you watch your timelines on social media, sometimes it doesn't reflect actually what's going down. Hey, Mama McCoy, great morning to you. Thank you for rocking with us every single day. Appreciate you guys. Um, it's, you know, it, it always... Does my heart glad just to see you guys in the building? Um, so make sure you share. Sharing is caring. And if you don't know who we are, this is the Brothers of Legacy. We come on every single morning, 9 a.m. until we finish talking. And we talk about all the issues that are happening around our world and everywhere else. <laughs> so make sure you are a part. Um, and as always, join our community. Uh, text brothers to eight four five seven six. Text brothers to eight four five seven six. This week, I want to talk about um, a lot of the voter laws, voting politics, um, getting into the weeds of why it's important that we know what's happening around us. Because I'm gonna keep it real. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for rocking with us, Miss Kathy Appless in the building. Um, it's, it's so much happening that, you know, we are, we get so distracted. We get so distracted as to what's going on. You know, looking at timelines, you got the, the Derek Jackson situation, the little Nas thing. And that's why I wanted to talk about yesterday. Are we too focused on celebrity issues? You know, are we too focused on things that honestly in our world don't matter? Because what little Nas does and, and and believes doesn't affect me as far as me personally. You know, I can only teach my children, listen, you know, don't don't get into things that or listen to, to people that don't carry the same values, you know, that don't have the right values. So it's it's about that. So today, you know, I want to dig into the things we should be focused on. Because, you know, like we spoke about, I think like last week, the craziest thing is when it gets quiet, you know, you should be mindful as to what's happening. Right. Voting has been such a loud thing for the last couple of months. And if you live in if you live in Georgia, man, right before voting started, um, we got tons and tons of, of voting material. Make sure you vote. Make sure you vote, you know, in your mail and you're getting stuffed like, you know, between John and uh, <laughs> Warnock, all their information, li- literally getting postcard from people from other states. <laughs> and I didn't realize that. I realized, like, I look like, why is this a Chicago address, return address on here? So you're literally and they are paying for mass uh, <laughs> mass distribution. So everybody in the country was pushing us um, to do this thing. And then it got quiet. You know, after the election, it was quiet. It was silent. Um, But (laughs) what's up, Dwayne? Great morning to you. Um, Hopefully you'll be on the other side with me. Uh, Hey, Cheryl. Great morning. Good morning. Good morning. Um, And it got quiet. And, And the thing is, there was... Stuff brewing. It's kind of like, you know, you ever, if you're in, <laughs> ever been in a fight and you lose <laughs> and you're like, I'm, I'm going to win next time, you know, so you begin to strategize while on the other, uh, other side, they're celebrating and ready to just 
do their thing, but they're not strategizing. Good morning, Cole. Good morning, Cole. She says, so true. Being in the know and what we decide to focus on is different. Fine trial tried to take me out yesterday. Right. And it's, yes, I, I know the trial, the trial, the trial. <laughs> it's Blazer ABS. Yes, indeed. Because it's serious talk. Need to find my glasses and make this the serious time, the serious time. Because, you know, and, and I'm going I'm to take an L because I dropped the ball. And what I mean is I try to stay ahead of stuff so you guys will know what's about to be impacted by you, you know, throughout this country. Because we have different representations that's watched the show um, everywhere. Uh, right, right, Dwayne. Pin drop. Quiet. So, as we know, Georgia law just kind of dropped, right? And so, uh, what is happening behind the scenes is what matters, right? We got excited because <laughs> we celebrated a supposed blue wave through Georgia. But, <laughs> as we found out, it really, we're not really rocking blue like that. You know, yeah, federally, yeah. But locally, nah. So, so we we realize locally we are running a little different, doing things just it's a tad bit different. Um. So I want to today. I want to kind of talk about what happened, you know, and then you know I kind of been doing some research. So this week, this week. So if you're rocking with me this week, make sure you share, tag somebody. This week. We have to begin to be vigilant. We have to know what's going on. And we're going to dig into the laws that are changing, the laws that are being proposed federally, locally. Um, and that that's what matters. Cole says about the case. Well, to be fair, they dragged the Siobhan trial for a minute and the GA voter bill seemed to not be promoted nor broadcasted. Let that marinate, guys. Let that marinate. We scroll timelines all the time, all the time. So it's, you know, we're not like back in the day. Right. And what I mean by back in the day, most of my people here have lived through the 90s, you know, in a high level of awareness. (laughs) So, you know what I mean? So we had like TV, radio and local word of mouth. That was it. TV, radio. Yes. Media targeting is a real thing. Yes. TV, radio, local word of mouth. So, you know, to get something out, if you have something, you got to get the word out. It was a struggle. The heart, you know, you the, the one thing you push for is maybe radio. Right. And if you live like I lived in New York, try to get if if anything, you're trying to get on the biggest station and that reaches the biggest audience or you get on a college radio station and you get you get a, a targeted market. But it gets out. Right. Or you just get old school and you bust some flyers out. Right. That was it. That's 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 the most of it. Now, it's different. You know, now, you know, I can post something and it can go nationwide just like that. I don't I don't even need to put money behind a post for it to go nationwide just like that. Right. It's just got to be seen by one and shared by each person that sees it. Right. The thing is, what is your focus? You know, what is the change that you want to see? You know, so when you see the articles, you know, are you posting when you see the, the things that are happening in the country, are you shifting the conversation? Because DJ has no no presence in my life. You know, means nothing to my life. Zero. Zero. But yet he gets the most of the, the attention. You know, it's it's crazy. Yeah, right. Cut them right. We have, we have essentially cut the middleman out. Anybody in here can do something and it can be seen by millions just like that. (laughs) You post, I see it, I share. Dwayne sees it, he shares. Cole sees it, he shares. You know, well, let's see it, she shares. You know, so there's no reason that we should know. Like back in the day, yo, you find out about stuff, you're like, oh, where could I, how do I get in the know so I can get this information when it really matters? You know, because we got blindsided by a lot of stuff. You're like, how did that get signed in the bill? How did that get into office? How did this person get in office? You know, it was a struggle. You know, you had to really be in the know in groups, in people, you know. So they call, hey, listen, make sure you go vote. This local election. Boom, boom, boom. Go vote. Go vote. Go vote. Go vote. You know, local stuff. Like we just had one in Georgia like two weeks ago. 
Yeah, out of cycle. So, you know, and you wonder why people stay in office forever. If they if their position or office is offered up out of cycle nine times out of ten, they get to be there for a long time because people just don't vote like that. Like people don't know. You don't really know, you know. So today and this week, I'm real talk. I want to really dig into this. We're going to conversate about this, you know, and if you, and the difference between us, this show and a lot of others is, listen, my comments matter. Your input matters because change is serious. Change is serious. And this isn't about this isn't about partisanship. Like and I'm, I'm going to say it over and over and over and over and over again. It's not about partisanship. It's about what's right. It's about what's right. It's about doing this country right and make sure everyone has an opportunity to vote. I'm going to say this, um, that I'm going to drop the intro and we're going to get into this, um, this conversation. But <laughs> did you know that if you have a felon, you could still run for president? If you were a felon, if you had a felony <laughs> that you can still run for president? Yet, in many states, if you have a felony, you can't even vote. Let that marinate. <laughs> I could be a felon and run for president. But I, I, if in some states, several, I won't say most, I'll say several, because I don't know the numbers, that you can vote, that you can be president. And I'm sure probably some elected officials. So let that marinate. To all my felons out there, (laughs) you need to run for office (laughs) and change some of these laws because it's ridiculous. Voting to me, and and, I'm going to get into I know. Voting to me, um, oh, Dwayne said, I love this initiative. You have shed light and dark card. That's my my goal, man. That's my goal because I've dropped the ball. This voting thing is like real talk. It's serious. Um, Cole said the GA new voting policy is a reflection of the state still being more conservative in scope. However, this policy is an attack on Atlanta having such a powerful impact on the whole state. Truth. Um, I mean, yes, Fulton County, which is Atlanta County, kind of Atlanta ish, um, is big. We got other count, like I'm part of uh, Henry County, and Henry County was part of the push, Clayton County, part of the push. But, you know, like I was telling my wife earlier, um, like there are other like Brookhaven, you know, which is a a different, you know, has a different demographic. But even though they may because they were Atlanta ish, you know, and if you don't know, like Georgia has been going through a serious, serious breaking off from Atlanta. Like so people break off from Atlanta and now they start their own uh, counties and start their own towns and districts and areas. A lot of that has been happening. A lot of that, like a lot. And I try to do that here in the the town I live in. (laughs) Basically, like, you know, like some moves is just like, is it? But this one was like clear. They were trying to take the money side (laughs) of the town, break it off into his own town while leaving the other half of the town that doesn't earn as much revenue from businesses um, to fend for itself. Yeah, it's crazy. Thank you for the clarification. I was meaning, oh, Atlanta. Yeah, you good, brother. You good. Um, all right. So, yeah. So we're gonna really, 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 really dig into this. I, I don't want to, I don't want to pass over this. The great part, part about this is we can take our time with this. Like, you know, I don't want to just glaze over this. There's a lot of shows that just this is a part and a segment, and you know, I am not partisan. I believe. Um, in the rights of the people, I believe um, voting is a right. Yes, there you go. Cobb, DeCab, Clayton, Douglas, Fulton, yeah, and Gwinnett. Um, and those are the counties that that were really hardcore blue. Um, and you know when you erase stuff on this thing, it shifts and you can't find stuff. There you go. All right, so <laughs> so seventeen minutes in, we're gonna start the intro right now. Be right back. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, 
Bam! Back on the scene. Crispy and clean. All right. Uh, right post. All right, let's get it. Um, I can't share quick enough. I need to be sharing while I'm talking. I need to do the work. All right, so make sure you share. Tag somebody that should be a part of this conversation. Tag somebody that you want in this conversation that you have, uh, that you feel like, you know what? We were just talking about this. We were just discussing. Put it in their inbox. Mama Corey does that. She drops it in everybody's inbox. So make sure you're a part of this conversation. This is going to be a, a great talk. <laughs> so you can get with this or you can get with that. <laughs> but um, yes, make sure you're, you're a part of this conversation. So the, let's see. So I'm, you know, me, I always kind of break stuff down. Um, let's see. There we go. All right. Pastor McCory's in the building. Uno momento, sir. Uh, nope, that's not what I wanted. That's what I did not want. All right. Let's bring you in. Bam. Bam. All right. Great morning, sir. Great morning. Great morning. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. Um, so, yeah. So, so today we are we are discussing a lot of the changes in voting laws um, that's happening and how it's affecting us and affecting the country. Um, Georgia's just one. Um, I was looking up, there's around 250, uh, laws, you know, that are being changed that are, that are coming, coming down a pike in many, many states. Um, and today I just want to, and if I, I haven't mentioned it in my group, but this week past, I kind of want to tackle voting. And I know before you've asked me about tackling voting, especially during the, the election season, you know, talking about it then, um, but I really want us to get ahead of the game, which I'm sure you with. We can uh, make sure we stay informed, they stay informed, um, and we have this conversation about the importance of staying part of this. He <laughs> said, "Laser AD." <laughs> uh, it's good morning, Pastor Pastor Big Mac. Um, on my podcast, people, I appreciate you guys rocking and listening. Um, so let me let me ask you, uh, Pastor, were you were you aware? Uh, what was coming down the pike for Georgia as far as the changes in the law or did you, did you get a sense of it? I'm going to be real. Cause I somehow <laughs> not staying my, my focus wasn't right. Cause I missed it. I really missed it until, you know, it came down and then the young lady got arrested. The legislature, let me, let me make it clear. Yes. She was a rep, you know, she belonged there and she got arrested. Uh, and then I found out, you know, all that was going on. Um, you know, being reactive, not proactive. Um, so did did you were you kind of aware of it or did you know about like something coming? We we talked about it. Right. Uh, right. I was telling everybody, remember what happened when Barack Obama got elected. Right. The gerrymandering. came yeah. after that. Right. You know, right. Um, and we have to look for what was coming. You have to right. be on the got lookout. Quiet. Yeah. I mean, you said uh, that, too. Yeah. Mm hmm. So, so this is it, right? The, right. <laughs> they're, they're, they, or they, not they are, they have uh, made all these changes to the voting laws, which essentially is voter suppression, the new right. Jim Crow, you know? Um, and, and the challenge is it hasn't been covered. You have not had widespread coverage. And you right. have to ask yourself, why? Why? Now, you 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 need to understand that some of the media outlets have been talking about it, but it hasn't been leading in their commentary. It hasn't been the leading topic in their commentary. And you have to ask yourself why. Hey, right. You know. Uh, right. So, I, what do you do? You you do what we did to to effect change in the most recent election. You have right. to get out. You have to educate. You have to encourage, you have to incent, you have to do a lot of things because what they have done has essentially uh, chained a lot of people, right? Think mm -hmm. about how much, and I, we talked about this a little bit in your absence yesterday, man, good to have you back, Thanks. that there was so much commercialing and, and motivation and enhancement and, and outreach and marketing, 
right. to get a people lot. out to vote. But right. you don't Tons consider the cost right. to do that. Right. It costs a lot of money to do that. It does. It does. And, and so now in between elections, you don't have that money. Right. That's, so what do you do? Mm. So do you. OK, so. OK, so I'll say this uh, for the most like I know I'm signed up for something because <laughs> because I've gotten like during the, the push, I've gotten several texts and calls and different people. Hey, this is this is uh, Joanne from. Blessed blah initiative, you know, so we're somewhere I put my number out there and I got several texts and calls from the same, you know, same side, but different initiatives. Hey, this is, you know, working for the people initiative, <laughs> you know, yeah. like, are you, you know, and just ask and listen, they ask for money. They were just, are you going to vote? <laughs> you right. know, who, or, and then they might, someone who threw in, who are you voting for? <laughs> yeah. You know, like, who are you feeling? You know, so we yeah. can maybe pr- probably persuade me just in case I wasn't. <laughs> voting the way they felt would be helpful. Um, Mm -hmm. So I, you know, so I'm on list, like why or, okay, so let me ask you this, because I was looking it up. I seen some. Was, you know, did John Ossoff and or Warnock, and we know they represent federal, so they're not local. Um, Had they, had you seen anything of them speaking about this coming down the pike prior to doesn't mean it didn't you just may not have seen it no i don't remember hearing any of them talk about it prior but you got to remember them getting had them having their runoff and getting elected right it was so this was going on while they were still campaigning for the runoff right the gop had already begun this process right because it was already in office they already had the power they already had the control right wow Right. And they were still getting their names put on their doors. You know, Raphael right. Warnock, he was still celebrating. Right. You know? <laughs> right. Right. Why they were writing. <laughs> right. Oh, um, so what? So, OK, so my first question. Um, well, I know that we know why the sweeping changes in the voting laws, you know, because of the election. My man was upset. So um, we got that. So what what can we do? Or I mean, I guess all you can do is vote. I guess the only struggle, because we spoke about, you know, as always, the 2010 gerrymandering has kind of shifted a lot of districts and pushed certain states to favor one party over another based on, you know, the the very strategic gerrymandering um, that they did. Um, And I think they they imposed some laws. I don't know if you can do the same that you did in 2010 um, now in 2020, but how what what can we do? to ensure that our people vote, you know, like, so the laws come down, you know, just like they have for us, you know, we, we've sat back and we've had the, what it, <laughs> the repercussions, what, what's that saying? If you're not at the table, you are, you're just reaping the consequences of what's discussed at the table. And yeah. so in, in this position, what can we do now? You know, what what is it that we need to do now to to make sure that we don't lose our momentum? Hmm. Because I I've been really that's that's been like the crux of what I've been thinking about. Like we all we have momentum, <laughs> you know, from from a police killing to losing a fight to this with the whole new voting laws. You know, we're, we're the masses of reaction. Mm-hmm. You know, we know we react. We try to attack. We try to change. In the moment, yeah. But when the moment passes, you know, let's let's just say we rose up and we we blocked this. We somehow reversed what happened. You know, how do we stay vigilant? You know, how do we stay vigilant? Um, I think about kind of like the Republicans, and like I said, this is it's not about partisanship, but I'm just two sides, two different strategies. I think about Republicans. Mm-hmm. If you have, you know, if you you've I'm sure you listen to like the Hannity's and Limbaugh's at times. Yeah. Um, you know, they it seems like their their words always stay in the fight. <laughs> you know, like they always it's like they got to find something to drum up, you know, to keep you in this fight, to keep you mm-hmm. active, to keep you upset. Because it's funny, like I was watching uh, listening about Ted Cruz. Now he's trying to do some investigative reporting with what up, Dwayne? Good morning, sir. 
some investigative reporting over the uh, border patrol, border stuff going on. It's like, how are you reporting on the same stuff your boy did just some years ago with the, you know, bringing people in or, or detaining them or figuring out what to do with them? And it's and it's like now, you know, it's like trying to keep it, keep the fire going. Somehow keep the fire going to keep you in the fight. So how do we keep our people in the fight? I guess that's the question. Well, you have how to maintain see- a level of awareness. You have to keep it in their face. Right. Um, that That's the only thing that I can say. It has to remain the news of the week. Right, that, that's right. all you can do. I mean, because if you don't if you don't keep it in our face, it's it's yesterday's news. You know, it's it's as good as, you know, I cheated on my wife a month ago. Right. You know, and a month ago, everybody was talking about Pastor McCrory cheating on his wife. Now, today, nobody's talking about it. <laughs> Right. You understand? Right, right. But if for the last six weeks, well, what happened? How did his wife respond to it? What happened with the children? Well, who's right. the other woman? One keep week, you talking about each component of it. Keep you asking. Know? And, and that's what you have. You have to keep it. And I, I hate to use that term because Lord knows <laughs> bad choice. But the reality is today's news is tomorrow's history. Mm. You right. understand? And, right. and if you don't keep it in people's faces, you know, uh, right. the only reason people even know about, you know, uh, Minnesota versus Chauvin is because it's on court TV. Right. And you see right. the commercials. Otherwise, no one would know that this right. man is on trial. Right. You, you understand? Right. So it's because, it, you know, if, if the media doesn't carry it, no right. one's talking about it. Right. If there's nobody out there shouting from the hilltops, right. no one's talking about it. If people don't remain interested, if it's not on the banner, on the screen, because outside of the media or, or trending, most people don't have an interest. Right. And, and the thing is that the message has to be this. This must remain relevant, whether it's on the news or not. This must remain relevant, whether it's a trend or not. Right. You understand? Right. Uh, and, and people have to care more about their well-being. They have to care more about their community. People have just never cared enough. Not enough people has cared, have cared enough. Right. Know? Right. Uh, so, see? <laughs> so, right. Right. That, you know, I, all that I've said, that, that's what they'll catch. Wait, wait, go back. Wait, what? What did he, what did he say? What did he say? Or, you know, somebody or, came in the building. <laughs> was that a confession on the slide? You know, did he just slide that in? Is he trying to prepare us? Something about to happen? I, I, I knew he, I knew he, you know. <laughs> Forgot all, everything else we've been talking about, right? Yeah. Oh, man. You use this platform just to slide that out there. So now when you hear it, You'll be softened up, you know. <laughs> Listen, we don't need to just put that at the banner, Pastor Cheats on Wife. I didn't say this, Pastor. We're, we'll have a thousand people. We have a thousand people. Right the- yep. it just me and you? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then it's if they don't right. hear us talking about it, they'll be like, y'all lied. You know, I'm not on it. Oh, oh. Right. All right. So, that, you know, that's the reality. The reality is yeah. it has to. The, the information has to stay in people's faces. You know, we we had we had to do training even for our church, for our jurisdiction, right? Our, right. our community of churches. I did training to educate people. You know, I, I had to look up a bunch of uh, trivial information for most, but it was critical information to recognize. I had to tell people, look at how the numbers dropped after President Obama was elected, former President right. Obama was elected. You know, in the very next election, you right. know, we dropped by like, you know, 47% fewer people voted from our community. But in the other communities, there was an uptick. In the Latino community, there was an uptick in in voting, you know, because they took that message home and they realized that we're going to affect change. We've got to get engaged, you know? We get engaged, we celebrate, and then we go home and forget about it. Yeah, right. Back to scrolling, back to scrolling. Um, Cole said, Senator Cruz is trying his best to stay busy and lock down the seat for another six years. Right. He still has three more years before he has to concern himself with the reelection campaign bid. Right. Right. Yes, indeed. <laughs> he said, what past cheating on lady? Busy bodies can be hilarious at times. Right. Um, yeah. And he said it has to be a trend or salacious enough to hook the current masses to follow things. Otherwise, we get right. Right. I know. I know. I'm I'm, I'm trying to work on salacious. I'm getting better at it. <laughs> what's, up, 
Wayne. So I, I have to mute my um I have to mute my mic when I'm not talking because my headphones for whatever reason aren't working. I don't want the feedback of the show. So right. give me over here. That's just because I didn't want to mess the, the audio up. That sounds like I got a feedback already. <laughs> but um, so I'll make this quick. I think what Pastor just said is one of the reasons why people don't like the not that they don't like them, but it's hard for average people to be around the Kobe Bryant's and the Michael Jordans of the world. Right. Because even after you win that shit, right. Even after you go through the hard season of work, they come back the next year and they own you even tougher. Most people kind of sit back and enjoy it, but their work ethic don't take them back to the same places where mine's like Michael Jordan and Kobe. It's like, I'm in you until you get this. That's why when Jordan went to the Wizards, those new, that new generation of players, the ones who didn't have it in them to win or just whatever the case was, but right. they had an adverse reaction to Jordan. Right. When you look at the Jerry Stackhouses and, and the Kwame Browns, they was like, I can't play with him. Right. Look at the Bulls and the, and the teammates there. They accepted the, way, the route that this is what success looks like. Therefore, if we want this, we got to continue on this path. But other organizations, they weren't ready for that. And right. it got shut down quick. Kyrie Irving is a great example. I don't want to play in the shadow. I'm tired of being LeBron's little brother, you know, and went to another team and had to come back and repent. <laughs> you know, I didn't know this is what it was like carrying the load. Wow. You know? Uh, wow. I, 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 I'm not sure that's where you were going, Dwayne. That's what I got from from what you were saying there. Wow. Yeah, no, oh. it, it absolutely is. So let me ask y'all this then. Um, so should we hold those in power um, in charge of sounding the alarm? Now, we'll say about, and I'm going to ask, well, let me ask you, um, Dwayne, when I asked Pastor, um, had you heard, and and like I said, these guys are federal, so they're not local, but had you heard uh, Warnock or Ossoff say anything about what was coming down the pike um, when it comes to, now I did say, I will say, I, I was digging back and maybe further back, if anybody has seen, I saw like four weeks ago, Warnock was speaking upon, he was on the floor of the house or floor of the Senate and talking about this, you know. And he spoke about Georgia and what was coming down, you know, the pike. Um, should we hold our, our those that elected officials to speak on these things, you know, speak on changes? Um, to say that they didn't say anything. Right. right. I, I, I would find it hard to believe. Mm-hmm. But um, to say that. Coverage wasn't there, right? I think, it's and that too, you right. I, I think it's fair because, that, like you said, you you saw him on, on the floor, right? Bringing this up about four weeks ago, right? It's it's like that old that old adage: if a tree falls in the in the woods and nobody hears it, did it really fall? <laughs> the right. truth is, it fell, but with very little impact on anything outside of the immediate vicinity of that tree falling. Right, right. All right, let's see. Comment. All right, uh, to his speaking requires active presence and the support of media outlet. Right, just exactly what Dwayne was saying, like the support of the media outlet. So, would you say, and like, like I started off speaking before you guys came on, um, how do we we need to be vigilant about keeping these things in the faces of our people, or at least you know those that will see us, that fa- Facebook will allow us. <laughs> To broadcast too, and for them to get the opportunity to see this, um, so we kind of like we have to start a campaign for ourselves to start making sure this information constantly stays in their face. Like we talk about this, even and like I said, I want to dedicate a week of talking about this like directly. But I guess weeks going forward, this has to be a reoccurring segment. Would you agree on that? Mm-hmm. All right, so we just yeah. have to bring it up, talk about it, dig into it. Um, and, and, and trust me, this is the beginning of it. Um, I'm gonna dig into some other laws. Um, 
and narrow down like what works, what doesn't work. And I will say this, um, because <laughs> I was <laughs> I was listening to a um an interview of Kemp on Fox, you know, in his space, in his comfortable space, um, <laughs> answering about you know the laws, and he was saying, um. Some of the the Dems were against uh, Saturday voting. Um, how do you guys feel about like the photo ID requirement? Uh, I mean, I, I mean, I hit an argument. I think everyone, every every citizen of age, right, should have a photo ID. Right. I mean, what's you know the bottom line is how are you living? <laughs> I think about that too. I I, I know. I and, and, you're a, you're, and you're a U.S. citizen, and you're over the age of, of sixteen. Right. How do you get through high school without a photo ID? Right. But so, it's possible. I know it's possible, but I'm saying, but that the fact that that's possible is ridiculous. Right. Right. If you, I, if, I you if you're an adult over the age of twenty one, right. and you don't have a photo ID, shame on you. Yeah. Right. That's, right. I still, I still right. got, I still got to pull. In general, you, you are absolutely correct. Yeah, right. but here's the thing: if, if, if it's like, like we're complaining, well, now they're telling mm-hmm. us everybody has to have an ID. If, if they can get you with having an ID, something's wrong with you. Mm-hmm. Okay, see. so let let me spell this one out. All right, because, break it down. Because no, this no, 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 no. <laughs> it has to come off exactly the way I'm saying it. You know, there's certain times. That you know, it, it's not necessary so to smart. spell it out. It's necessary for you to feel as silly as I want you to feel. If okay. you are if you are an adult, I hear you. And all they have to do is change the law that forces you to have an ID in order to vote, right. And, right. and and you're mad because they changed the law that forces you to have an ID, and you're old enough, and you're supposed to have one. They're not the fool. You are. Okay, mm-hmm. but to go to oh. go back to that point. It's not that simple for everybody. Taste and pain, my mother. Okay, bro, Listen, wait, wait. Listen, no, no, stop. Let them stop giving Mike, people. Let them, let them break. No, no, I'm, I'm not giving it. I'm, I'm not giving an excuse. This, this is not an excuse. This is reality for let some people. Give them a chance. This is reality for some people. My mother didn't graduate high school. At 15 okay. in 1957, she got married. And ended up working on the farm because of being in South Carolina, where she's from, opportunities, whatever the case may be. Okay. Now, because she was born on the farm, the state of South Carolina, even though they've issued her a social security card, will okay. not issue her an ID without a, a valid birth certificate. Well, there is okay. no birth certificate. And they, they said, OK, well, the family Bible is something that you can use. Well, the family Bible was used until my oldest aunt <laughs> took it and died. I did real quick. So the the, case, the 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 fact is there are a small, minute um, percentage of people that the way at least South Carolina state laws are, are are currently constructed that you can't prove where you were born. You can't have an ID in the state. Interesting. And it doesn't matter that her son has driver's license, passport, um, all these concealed carry graduation certificates from this school, that school. The fact that she was born on a farm, which part of the farm was North Carolina, part of the farm was in South Carolina, she can't get an ID simply because she doesn't have a birth certificate. There is no way around that. I've I've personally tried to fix this for her. Um, Well, it's good. We we now have because she lives with my brother now in a different okay. state. We're in the you, process you, of being able to get her an ID, but this is the first time in seventy plus years that she's been able to have one. You've made an excellent point, my brother. Well thought out, well articulated. Please help me understand what percentage of the population matches that unique situation. Okay, what about what about? No, and, no, and no, no. Uh, I said probably less than a percent. I needed to give him time. See, I needed to yeah. give him no, time. No, I, I said less than a percent. Okay, so that's what they call a one-off. <laughs> yeah. So, right. is that who I'm talking to? No, it, it's not. 
It's, okay, so so when I make the statement, when I'm saying when it. I make the statement, you know, everybody can go find not not even everybody. Someone is going to be able to go find a person that fits in that one little category that says this is going to be a problem for me. But for 99.9995% of the people that I'm talking to, that's not the case, right? So if you were born after slavery, <laughs> okay, if you were born after slavery, it's got to you. It's got to be very, very difficult. You got to be in a really, really challenging position to not be able to get an ID. My point is, they know that if they institute a law like that, they're going to almost cripple a great part of a demographic because people will not. People are too trifling to get up off their tough and go get an ID. That's a problem. That's not a problem for the United States. That's a problem for that demographic. That's all I'm saying. And, and you know, no one has to like it. You, you don't have to like that I'm being this forward and, and this hard about it. But is it any less true that you got to be silly to be grown today in this day and age and have a cell phone but not have a photo ID? <laughs> He said, if there's a 160-year-old person living out there, please come see me. I want to interview you. Seriously. And I'm saying yeah. that should not cripple us. I got you. That's all I'm saying. So, and, and, and to your point, and to your point, I was I, I was thinking when it first happened, I was like, yes, it's a little jacked up. However, I don't, I don't think that it should be. I, you know, I'm going to say this. I battled with you even calling it the new Jim Crow. And, uh, and I know the intentions may be the same as people of that time, right. but I, I battle with that comment only because I don't see it affecting us the same way that Jim Crow did um, during the fifties the and the sixties. Um, I, I think that this has less of an impact than, than actions of that day. I think that today, what what this is is it's a mental type warfare it, it 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 puts people in a place mentally where you think you're being like look at you get disrespected by getting arrested doing your job i mean so i think it's more of a i think it's more of a mental fight now than than the physical aspect because um when it comes to to those type things what pastor was saying i know a handful of old white women who, who I grew up in, they were the old ladies in the neighborhood who kind of fit in that category. So the reality of it is the the people that that, the category of people that that fit is, is small and, and is probably equally represented on both sides. It, I mean, because being poor and white, the only difference sometimes was where you were, where you was from. And sometimes where you was from, where at least I'm white was the thing that you could say. <laughs> But um, it didn't stop. It didn't stop life from beating you down. So I, I think that it's it's not even on the Jim Crow level because how does it really affect us? I mean, if anything, you got to show up in person now. You can't mail it. I mean, you you got to be the person that drops it off. I mean, outside of those type parameters, right. that that affects a class of people, not necessarily a demographic. So I, I don't even think it has the the reach that we're giving it. I mean, yeah, it's a messed up process, but does it really hurt anybody that bad? I mean, that's kind of where I am. I got mm -hmm. you. I mean, I, 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 I believe that sometimes the Jim Crow uh, adage is just uh, to me like a trigger point to kind of activate us. Because um, when you hear things like that, you know, it's 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 more of a trigger. I mean, it it goes far to to say the Jim Crow two um, I mean, I, I dig that a lot of the laws are, are being pushed and changed and then getting rid of the um, order right acts, you know, that the Supreme Court passed um, kind of makes it easier for states to do uh, crazy stuff as far as the election laws. Just about, um, he said, 
Uh, Cheryl says, yes, creating long lines and commitment to patients, um, which is a problem. I feel you like, you know, uh, restricting the time for the voting for the uh, voting booths and things of that nature can create more of a problem. You know, if if especially if you're used to, you know, certain times I get off work or whatever. Now I got to get a day. I believe I, I definitely believe voting should be a, a national holiday. Um, give us, you know, so we could have the time to, to go. But do you feel like a lot of these and, and my thing is, right, with these voting laws and these restrictions coming down the pike, should that push us more to want to do whatever it takes to vote? You know, like, and we know back in the day, those that would, would try, even though they had to fill out, what, what did they call them? Those, uh, the quiz, you got to fill out, you know, take take these erroneous tests just to be able to vote, you know, that of course was administered by, by the person behind the counter who chose, who had to take those tests or what kind of tests they had to take. Um, do you feel like this this push you know, sometimes a little like like I always talk about back in the day, we were probably more unified and pushing against racism because it was more in our face, you know, like mm-hmm. on a daily basis, you know, getting disrespected, not on the slide, just right in your face. You know, um, with that push with this in our face. And I know the Jim Code 2.0 is kind of like a trigger to get us motivated. You think does this help motivate us to do what's right, to be more involved, to to try to get registered make sure we stay registered and get registered i know i saw one of the laws if i'm not mistaken in ga you have to const- you have to register again for uh mail-in balloting you know like you have to constantly keep that up to date every year you know if you're a mail-in ballot person um do you think this will push us to to do more or do you think it'll become there you go the literacy test thank you sir um do you think or do you think we will not not get in the fight I think it I think it should push us. I think it should encourage us. I think it should motivate us. Right. Um, How long have we been screaming from the rooftop? We have to be more engaged. Right. Right. How long have we been screaming? You know, no vote, no voice. Right. You know. Right. And and at some point, one of two things is going to happen. Either you're going to let your voice be heard through your vote. Right. Or you're going to just have to stop talking. Right. You understand? The um, way you said something a minute ago, you know, attention should be brought. It should be brought to the forefront that there's somebody out there that does not have the ability to get an ID. Right. Mm-hmm. That that should be something that is expressed. Right. Someone should be out there championing the effort for, you know, my great grandmother who's still alive. Uh, but never leaves the house because she's physically unable, but she right. still votes. Right. Because now, it, according to these new laws, she won't be able to vote. Right. Right. So there has to be some attention paid to how many great grandmothers are there out there or grandfathers or uncles or whatever out there in that position. Right. Who voted in the last election, but won't be able to, according to this new law, won't be able to vote in this election because no one can take the, it's a law for me to carry my great grandmother's absentee ballot. Right. To the pole, to, to the box, to the box and drop it off. Right. Right. How do you speak to that? You know, right. so there has to be some type of special or unique language in there that covers people like that. And I'm, I would hope that there is. But that's not being explained or expressed when they right. talk about the new voting laws. Right. Right. So it's a valid point that you make in Goodson. Right. But what I'm saying is. If they can eliminate Let's say they can eliminate 10,000 votes mm-hmm. because of a lack of ID. Right. How how what was the margin that turned Georgia blue? It was less than 10,000. Right. Right. Donald Trump said, I need to find 1,100 votes. Didn't he say that? <laughs> yeah. Go find me. 1,100. That was classic. 1,100 or 11,000. No, it was 1100. Like, man, okay. you can go find me 1100 votes. <laughs> right. So, so with this new law, Donald Trump says, we won on a land. He'll be saying, we won in a landslide. Right, right. Right. But you didn't win because you were the most preferred candidate. You won because right. they disqualified so many people. Right. Strategy. Yeah. Strategy. So, right. we, we have to understand the trickery. Right. 
we we also have to hold one of you. I think you said we have to hold the politicians that we yes. do have access to, the ones that mm-hmm. are there. We have to hold them accountable. Hold them accountable. Yes, sound indeed. the alarm. Yep. Indeed. Yeah. Um. Definitely. Definitely. So. This is this is the beginning of our conversation. Um, you know me. I like to go dig a little deeper. I just kind of want to scratch the surface today. Um, we're gonna dig into some states, some different laws, <laughs> and and the idea was just to kind of light a little fire because <laughs> I knew exactly where Pastor was gonna go. <laughs> but um, he said, "Well, that said, it's insane, insane to me because what they're ultimately saying is we're lazy." The old saying, "You don't want a black person to know something, put it in the book." Can we? Show them who we really are. My daughter are so was so proud to vote for her first time last year as she turned 18. And it was taught to get her and it was taught to her. Get your paperwork in order. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. We have to yeah. we just have to be vigilant. And if you know somebody that knows somebody, you know, talk to them about voting. And yes, you're going to still get the ones that eh, vote. I don't believe in the system, you know, and then you got to kind of explain to them the laws. And that, and that the main thing for me is those that I spoke to and they were younger. Um, that were so against the voting process, you know, just explaining to them the laws, the things that get passed, the money that gets distributed, you know, in your own neighborhood, you know, because I know the federal election can be overwhelming. It's like, you know, he's way up there in Washington. What does that matter? I'm like, yeah, I know past that. There are the local laws, there's the judges, there's the sheriffs, there's the, the people that you see every day that affect your town, you know, and how, and like I said, how money is distributed, you know, cause this was, Someone else in a in a <laughs> a Jer- not Jerry oh, a gentrified area of Bankhead that is now considered part of uh, Buckhead, which is very interesting. Right, <laughs> it was Bankhead. <laughs> that was not. I was like, and these these elected officials let that happen. They they're the zoning people. They zone this, you know. Right. So you got to understand. So now Bankhead has lost has lost more money. Because now they can't even get, they can't claim this because this isn't Bankhead anymore, which is why Bankhead still look like Bankhead. So, I, and you know, that got to like, wow. I was like, exactly. That's why you need to vote. That's why you need to know who's in office, who's out here for your your best interest, your people's interest, you know. So, all right. So then, before, before you, before you yeah, go, go ahead. Now, we, we, there's, there's a saying that if, if you don't know history, you're doomed to repeat it. Mm-hmm. Let me say this, and, and please listen to this. What we're seeing, the the I understand why somebody could call this Jim Crow 2.0, because it's the same attempts. It's it's the same, it's the same motive um, behind the actions. And and here's the reality: the same way I said when we were talking about the Black Lives Matter movement, the same way that I said nothing's changed in America and we're just looking at the same thing in a different, in a different decade. It's the same thing with this. And we, 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 all we want is justice in in areas, Mm -hmm. but we have to realize that sometimes you got to go get it. Right. And, And you can't go get something that's not in the front of your mind. Mm-hmm. You you right. can't go get something that you're not focused on. Right. That that's the difference between the 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 Randy Mosses in the world and the Calvin Johnsons, the Odell Beckham Juniors, because when they're on a pass route, they go get the ball, hmm. regardless of who who's ever island that they're on or whoever's defending them. They go get the ball. That's what separates them from the average receiver. Mm-hmm. Hey, if we really want this, if this is if this is going to be a part of us that our children are going to be proud of, we got to go get this, right. and we got to keep focus on it. Right? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what the the neighbors or the people across the street or the people across the community do. Right? Because I think Pastor said it before. We got to get on our section of the wall, right? And we got to cry loud and spare not. I can't worry about the other the, the part of the wall across town if if my wall is crumbling and being attacked and I can't keep my wall in order. Right. right. And the wall is a collective effort, but your piece of the wall, if if you don't know, educate yourself. Right. 
if you don't know, find somebody who does know, strengthen right. yourself. Right. It, it, it starts with us. Right. We we can and, and there and, and believe me, I realize that there is a system, and that system is designed for certain demographics to um to succeed and to make it hard on other demographics. I am not saying that, but what I am saying is the only person at the end of the day that can ever stop you, that can keep you from being victorious, that can keep you from running your race, looks back at you in the mirror. We got to be better, first and foremost. Like I said, I'm not disputing that there isn't a system out there that has been alive and well for more than 400 years in the good old colony slash United States slash territory, whatever you want to call us. It's been in, it's been in place and, it, and it's been there. Right. But several of our ancestors throughout time has shown us that if you want it, you can get it. So yes, onus is on us first. And That's I listen. Um, I refuse to apologize for my passion. I refuse to. Why? Because I think we're too soft. I, I I love the Lord with all my heart, but loving the Lord does not give you permission to step on my throat and me not react, me not respond. It's really just that simple. So for everybody out there who may be on here live or listening to the replay, who can't understand how a pastor could be on here and, and carry himself in such a manner and get all up in arms with, with all this stuff. Why can he, why should he talk like that? Because he's a pastor. You talk like this at home to your children. That's the reality. If I don't say it and my face not turn red, you'll never understand how I really feel. Right. I More people's faces should be turning red. More people should be shouting. You understand? That's, that's the reality. Uh, God has called us to be bold. You want a validation of the power of the Holy Ghost? Mm-hmm. Be bold with your talk, with your conversation. Right. The Bible says that the apostles preached with power, with boldness. Mm-hmm. And there's a validation that they had something on the inside that was supernatural. Right. If, if you want to get in a fight and you want to go into the fight knowing that you'll win, you're supposed to have some supernatural assistance. Right. And the only way to validate that is to be bold with it. Right. That's a fact. We need boldness. We need a militant type approach to effecting change. I'm not telling you to go out there and sock somebody in their face. That's not what I'm saying. But you do need to step up and say something. Stop sitting idly by while people make decisions for you and for your family that negatively impact you. And you sit in your corner and complain about it, but don't get out and do anything about it. That's true. If they can change the law that says you need an ID and that keeps you from being able to vote, Shame on you. Right. Right. If they can change the law and it says you can only vote between eight and five or nine and five and and you got a year or two or three to plan for it. And you use excuse you can't get out to vote. Shame on you. They should not be able to put something in place that stops you from doing what you need to do. We have to take the excuses away. We have to let them know we will win regardless of what rules you put in play. Right. We get we win anyway. You're right. All I do is win. Right. No matter what. <laughs> so yeah, so it's it's he, you know, I was hoping he was gonna hold that till the end of the week, but he went ahead and spilled it out now. But yeah, it's true. Whatever it is, whatever obstacles, it's it's no reason why you shouldn't vote. We are up in arms for the changes to try to make it more difficult because it's annoying. No one likes to be playing a game and then oh now you're gonna just change the rules. <laughs> you know, so so it's like I right, then, you know, so whatever it is, whatever the rules are, roll with it to change, you know, your community. And and then real talk. Look into who's voting for what, you know, dig into your local elections, because I'm I'm a digging like make sure your representative isn't representing something that's not your belief, you know, or, or going against law, you know, speaking for laws that you thought they were up in arms about and they're for. So know what's going on in your community. And like I said, this week, we're really going to dig into voting. We're going to dig into your local elections um, and we're going to really 
push forward so that you could have understanding. And we're going to talk about this every day. I'm fine. And, 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 and put, yeah. Drop, drop yeah, a me, comment. Of let me reiterate. For those of you in District 75, mm. Mike Glanton is your state representative. District 75, Mike Glanton in Clayton County. Mm. His office, 106 North McDonough Street in Jonesboro, Georgia, 30236. Representative Mike Glanton, District 75, your state representative voted for these new laws. Indeed. Let that marinate. Now go tell him about it. Right. Y'all put him in office. He right. voted for these new laws. Go tell right. him about it. Right. Share them on your social media platforms. Right. Y'all know people. Share Let's start sharing. Let, and honestly, let them know. Honestly, Post everybody on here, I want you to share your local elections. I want you to share all of this information. I want you to, this is the focus. I want us to do this forever. <laughs> it's like not even just the 2022. Just keep, this needs to be on the forefront of all the timelines. We need to discuss this because this is the problem. This is where change happens. And I'm going to shut up after this. No, you're not. <laughs> just for today. For today. For today. <laughs> <laughs> Look, media has two, there's two things that media does. And there may be some supplementary things, but there's two main goals of media. Number one, to make money. Right. Don't forget that, to make money. Number two, to influence. Whoever their targeted crowd is, they their goal is to either A, make money and influence. If they're doing great, they're making money and influencing. Right. AD talked to us about how each one of us have our own little platforms within it. When something doesn't happen the way you expect it to, right. even if you only get two or three likes, I promise you, people look at it and be like, yeah, I don't really agree with that. Keep moving. Right. Uh, yeah, that's, you know, that is facts, but I ain't finna like it. Right. People see it. That's all I'm trying to say. Right. People see it. Right. So when, when, when you see something, that's opposite of what you believe, whether it's because of monetary reasons right. or because you are against the target, the right. targeted audience of whatever you're seeing. Right. Go on all your platforms. I mean, shoot, there's only like 15, 20 of them. IG, right. Facebook, Twitter, um, right. YouTube, right. Um, Twitch. Um, um, yeah. Talk about this. Clubhouse. And, yeah. Get on your soapbox. Yes, indeed. And, and let it ride there. Get on your yeah. soapbox. Yes, indeed. Oh, he said, okay, uh-oh. Dr. Rollins said, I don't think Glatton voted for the voting bill. He voted on the police budget bill. The issue is we don't have enough Democratic reps. All Democrats voted against the voting bill. Nah, the, the news was he voted for that voting bill. Ooh. All right, we're going to dig into that. We're going to do some research. We're going to come on back. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Follow next, uh, tomorrow on Brothers of Legacy. <laughs> All right. So listen, we appreciate you guys. So this is this this is what we're gonna dig into. We wanna dig into this. Um but th this is where change happens. This is where it's important. You know, I know we would like to be a, at a seat at the table. At least I want to vote for the person that's gonna be representing me at the table and or know what's happening at the table. All right. So this is what we're discussing this week. We're talking about voting, voting laws, and the changes that are happening locally, not just federally locally all right so make sure you chime in um if you have some questions you can actually if you go to if you text brothers to 84576 text brothers to 84576 and be a part of the community um you can add and and let me know what you think you can actually text something back and i will we can talk about that you know and if someone wants to refute pastor on what he says about the ids throw it in there as well but i'm with pastor on it you should have you an ID. Come get some. Come get <laughs> You should have an ID. I mean, when I, I, I'm gonna just, I'm like uh, Dwayne. I'm gonna say this, then I'm gonna close. Um, <laughs> when it comes to IDs, I hate hearing that. Whether it's <laughs> blacks and poor people have such a struggle, I'm like, I don't, I don't really know. I know dudes that are janky that got IDs. So it's, I don't, you know, like I, I hate hearing that because it makes us seem so less than, you know. I think an ID is, is other than like Dwayne's point zero zero percent situation, 
it's not many people with that kind of situation. So, you know, if there's others, yo, let us know. Maybe there's something we're not looking at. But I, I agree that IDs can happen, you know, just like, yeah, just, yeah. All right. So we're going to roll out of here. Uh, we appreciate you guys for rocking with us. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for your part. Make sure you text brothers to 84576. Be a part of the community. Um, and if you're feeling led to be a blessing to this broadcast as we grow and develop and do amazing things throughout this country and the world, um, catch up us at dollar sign BOL 2019. Cash up us at dollar sign BOL 2019. We accept and the funky $2. Look, we, we accept that over here. Send, send a little funky $2 over here. <laughs> Oh, that little that little messed up twenty dollars that somebody oh yeah you can send that too we take all that <laughs> all right guys we'll see you in the morning peace out wait hold on know that we love you but God loves you more continue to pray because we're not negating him we just need you to understand what's happening in your land all right later. I didn't, want to, I didn't want to catch Good that morning. Good 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 morning. All right. So we're not back. I just, you know, Mama Corey hit me with the Bible. So I forget. Today was Tuesday. Bible study tonight at 2. At seven o'clock, uh, Pastor Brian McCory dropping some jewels, and at eight thirty, the Sisters of Legacy. My bad, <laughs> it just got hot in here today, <laughs> so don't forget, don't forget. All right, we out. Tonight, we out. tonight is the second half, right? Second half yes. from uh, from last week because I don't even get yes, that done last week. If you missed last week, you need to check it out. All right, guys, now we're going. <laughs>